Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Welcome to the Real Estate Connection with your radio realtor, Stephen Thayard. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining. Uh, and I have to give you a round of applause uh, for uh, hanging out with me today. I really do appreciate it. So we're going to jump right on in. The title in the beginning of the, uh, the music at the beginning of the show says probate and real estate specialist, right? And it's absolute, uh, absolutely accurate. Your radio realtor, Stephen Thayard, is a residential real estate specialist and I deal in probate. So I think, I think it's time to go through again our annual 30,000 foot level explanation of probate, what it is and uh, what it means, how it works, and how to avoid it in the state of California. So you're going to get a little bit of everything in today's show so you kind of understand where probate is and what it is and how it works. But you're also going to get some specific details regarding how the state of California handles it since uh, this is where I practice in the state of California and most of the people listening to the show, most of you here are listening to this show are in the state uh, besides the few fans that I have across the, U the United States. So yeah, all this information is helpful for you, the listener. And so I'm glad you can make it today. So grab something to take some notes with and get ready. The first segment, again, will be dedicated to pro probate. So, hey, if you're new and you don't want to miss another show, email me right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address. And I will be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list so that you can get a link to this show and many more because we've covered all kinds of real estate topics that I think would you would find helpful in your life. So uh, in regards to today's program, I have to give credit where credit's due. Usually I do a bunch of internet researching and pull down an article that I feel uh, would be useful for you, my listening audience today, to uh, obtain this information and that it would enhance or benefit you uh, in your real estate experience. But the research and reading, uh, the research and credit goes to yours truly, your radio realtor. Okay, so um, I've done some background investigation and I have this information and I want to share it with you today, all things probate. So let's get started. The first thing you're going to want to know is what is probate? So here is the definition. Probate is a legal proceeding that is used to wind up a person's legal and financial affairs after death. In California, probate proceedings are conducted in the Superior Court 
for the county in which the decedent lived and take and can take at least eight months and sometimes as long as several years. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack right there, just in the definition of probate. First of all, it is a legal proceeding. So I like to tell people um, when we're talking about uh, wills, trusts, and deaths, right? Because some people have power of attorney over loved ones, either because they're older, um, they may not have all of their cognitive abilities, or they may be disabled in some way or uh, form or another. And so they have a power of attorney over the person while they're alive. Um, once a person um, uh, passes away and is deceased, that is a very legal occurrence. Everything in time stops as of the date of death, and the death is a legal thing that happens, and everything changes. That power of attorney may no longer be valid once the person is deceased. So what a probate does is it's a legal proceeding, legal again, meaning it's by law that is used to wind down a person's legal Right. So any legal matters they may have outstanding, including outstanding contracts for payments, debts and financial affairs after the person's after the person is deceased. The, the probate proceedings are conducted in the superior court. So remember this, they're conducted in the superior court for the county in which the decedent lived. So if the person lived in, say, uh, San Mateo County, then the probate would take place in the Superior Court of San Mateo County. So people who are in charge of estates who may be living in uh, other states outside of California will have to conduct their business in the Superior Court within the state of California in the county where the decedent had passed uh, Pete decedent had had lived. Also, probates can take a while, especially if the estate is very large. If there are a lot of different assets, whether it's tangible personal property, which basically means something that you can put your hands on and touch and uh, lay a hold of and sell. So what if the person has a $50,000 guitar collection, right? That Those would be considered assets within the estate. Additionally, what if there are tons of antiques or collectibles that have a lot of value to them? That's part of the estate. And last but not least, real property. So this includes primary residences, commercial buildings, investment properties. All of that would be handled as part of a probate. Now, if any of this is resonating with you and you're curious or you may be looking over the fence and seeing the train coming uh, for a probate in your life and you would like to speak to me specifically about your particular situation, give me a call right now at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Let's discuss your situation as it relates to real property in a potential probate that may be happening. Oftentimes we have loved ones that we've tried to speak to about um, estate planning and they've either procrastinated or feel like it's not very important and you see that the assets are gonna, gonna get 
thrown into probate, which we'll discuss later on in the show of how that actually happens, and you're curious or you're dealing with a probate that just landed in your lap and you're looking for a real estate professional to guide you through the process as it relates to real property in probate, give me a call. I'm your guy, Stephen Thayard, your radio realtor at 408 472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. So what happens during a probate? We've discussed what it is, which is winding down the legal proceedings and financial affairs after a person passes away. It takes place in a superior court in the county where the person lives, and it can take a while. What actually happens during the probate process. All right, so first of all, the person who is nominated in the will as executor files a petition with the superior court asking that he or she be appointed as the executor of the probate. So this is for a person who passes away with a will and names an executor of the estate. Even though there is a will, and we'll get into the details of why a will doesn't keep you out of probate later, but even if there is a will and you're named as executor, if it goes into probate because of other issues, you will have to go to the Superior Court and ask to be appointed as the executor. Now, we're running up on a hard break. Uh, where we're going to do some commercials and pay some bills. But when we come back, we'll continue down this road of what happens during a probate. So stay with me and we'll see you in a minute. Now back to the Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Fayard. Welcome back to the Real Estate Connection. Thank you for joining me today. Here's a round of applause. You are learning about probate in our first segment. You know, there are times in our lives when we have to step up in responsibility and take care of the people that we love. And oftentimes, if you are the person in your family that has been responsible with finances over the years and you've uh, shown that you have the ability to work through complex problems, you may have been designated as the executor in somebody's will. And if for some reason the person doesn't have the proper legal documentation in place to keep them out of probate after they pass away, you may be dealing with this issue in the future or right now. So you're going to want to stay tuned for this show as we are discussing all things probate. That's right, probate. Hey, and if you're just joining the show and you've missed any of the past content in our first segment, Send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address. And I'd be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. And you can find the Real Estate Connection on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. That's right. Apple Podcasts and Podbean if you want to subscribe. Or you can just send me an email with your name and email address and I'll add you to the podcast distribution list. So before we went to the break, we were talking about... What happens during a probate? So you're going to want to grab a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil to take notes. So 
the person who is nominated in the will as executor files a petition with the superior court asking that he or she be appointed as executor. If there is no will, okay, so this is for instances, if the person passes away in your family or a close friend and they may have passed with no family members and you're the closest thing they have to a relative, there was no will. If there is no will, the probate code provides a list of persons who have priority to petition to become the administrator of the probate. The will also is filed with the petition and notices are sent to the heirs and or relatives to let them know when the hearing will be held. Now, when you are filing this petition, there will be a hearing to grant you the ability to be appointed as the executor or administrator of the probate. If there is no will, the probate code provides a list of persons who have priority. Now, you may be a friend, but you may not have top priority if there's a long lost relative out there. So you're, it's important that you dig into this. And if you have questions, give me a call, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817 regarding probate. If you're facing this now, we can walk through the details and get you on the road uh, to where you need to go. Uh, you're also gonna need a probate attorney, a probate attorney, unless you're going to act as your own attorney to get you through this probate. And if you are, then I recommend you doing a whole bunch of research and also looking on the internet for each superior court where they're located and how the paperwork needs to be filed. What I found in acting as my own attorney in the past is that you may be able to fill out the form with the exact right amount of information. However, if it's not consistent or not filled out according to the rules of the court, it may get kicked. And then you're you're in this loop of resubmitting forms over and over again. So uh, if you don't want to use an attorney, a good paralegal is worth their weight in gold because they'll help you complete the forms in a way that's acceptable by the court and keep that process moving forward. There is a big fat gem of that is huge that's huge get a if you can't afford an attorney get a paralegal because the forms are what get you through the process all right so once you file the petition the heirs are notified because they want they want to make sure that everybody has a chance to come to court and state their case okay so if there are objections to the petition or if the validity of the will is contested, the hearing will be used to resolve any problems that have arisen. Now, you know, there have been famous cases in the past uh, where there have been marriages late in life to younger people where the, the heirs or the relatives have contested the changes of the will. And I believe uh, one of the famous cases is with Anna Nicole Smith, uh, where that was where that happened. So this is a uh, this is this is a, a good example of how heirs can contest a will if they feel as if the person when they wrote it uh, weren't thinking um, 
correctly. All right. So this is the opportunity for the heirs to come and uh, get any problems or issues resolved, but it also extends probate, right? Because you're you're just out of the gate, right? You're just getting moving forward and trying to get established who's in charge of the probate. And that, that may take a few months if there's any objections or uh, anyone who's contesting uh, the will itself. For most probates, however, for uh, people in general, this should go pretty smoothly as most people are not going to step up to the plate to want to take on this responsibility. Okay, so in some cases, this may mean that the validity of the will is not upheld or that some other person uh, other than the original petitioner is chosen to administer the estate. In most cases, however, there is no objection and the petition is granted. The executor then makes an inventory of the estate's assets, locates creditors, pays bills, files tax returns, and manages the estate assets. Now, that's a whole lot of responsibility for anyone in California with any estate that has any sort of value. Now, if there is a primary residence involved, this could mean all the contents of the home. This could also mean any stocks or bonds, any other investment vehicles that the decedent may have. This could also mean uh, making repairs to the property before it's listed for sale. This is why I'm saying earlier to you is that there oftentimes aren't a lot of people contesting who's the administrator of the estate because it's so time consuming in regards to getting through all of it. You know, when you have to make an inventory of the estate's assets, that's everything. We're talking about furniture, collect collectibles, cars, um, any sort of uh, firearms, um, also uh, boats, uh, investment properties, investment vehicles. They have to pay off all the bills that are outstanding. They have to file tax returns for the decedent and manage the estate's assets. So anything that's not covered in that list is also going to be taken care of by the executor. Okay, so when all the duties of the executor are completed... Another petition is filed with the superior court asking that the estate be distributed to the heirs. If this petition is granted, the estate administrated is completed by, distri by distributing the assets to the heirs and filing final tax returns. So this is where it gets, um, you know, interesting. If you have... If somebody has passed away and the estate is large and it's worth a great deal of money and there are there are heirs who are looking forward to the distribution of the assets of the estate, this does not occur until all of the duties of the executor are completed. And then another petition is filed with the court asking that the estate be distributed to the heirs. And just getting a court date could take a few months, especially in this time when we're in a pandemic. So you're going, you may have people that are counting on the money to get them through or to 
save a house or pay off big debts. And because it's in probate at probate and subject to the court schedule and all of the other um, items within the estate being taken care of, it can delay the distribution of the uh, financial assets or the revenue from the estate to the heirs. And that's not something that a lot of people want to be patient and wait for. So it's very interesting. If you have any questions or you're dealing with a probate, especially one that deals with residential real property, whether that's a primary residence of the decedent or investment properties, and you have questions about how to work it through, give me a call. 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. The realtor that you speak with should be also working in concert with your attorney or if you are the attorney, you are your own attorney, that just a partnership needs to be established so that um, the real property uh, it gets taken care of as part of the probate. So we're running up on a hard break. When we get back, we'll continue down the road of probate. So stay tuned and we'll see you in a minute. Looking to buy, sell, or refinance a home? Maybe you just need to spruce up the one you've got. This is the show that shows you how. It's the Real Estate Connection. Once again, your host, Stephen Thayard. Welcome back to the Real Estate Connection with your radio realtor, Stephen Thayard. Hey, you know, in the intro to the show, it tells you that I am a residential real estate probate expert. Well, specialist, let's say. Uh, no, I don't believe really in experts because if truly speaking in your life, you're always learning. So you're getting more knowledge as you go along, and it's always relative to the person that you're that you're dealing with, because there's always somebody somebody else out there that has a little bit more knowledge than you do. So um, specialist means is that you look into a particular subject over and over and over again, and so that would be probate for me. Um, so we're uh, in this first segment going through how probate works in the state of California. So if you've just joined the show and you've missed any of the prior segments, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address. And I would be happy to add you to the podcast distribution list so that you can get this content anytime that you want. You can find the Real Estate Connection on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. Again, Apple Podcasts, just search for The Real Estate Connection. And on Podbean, search for The Real Estate Connection. You can subscribe on either of those platforms uh, and you'll get notifications of every time um, that I upload a new episode. Um, Or you can just sign up for the podcast distribution list and that way you won't miss any more of the content. So jumping back in to probate, we covered from a 30,000 foot perspective how, how probate works in the state of California. But as as it is with everything in life, nothing is free. So in this next portion, you will learn how much does probate cost? Because there is a cost to uh, running uh, an estate and finalizing the estate of a deceased loved one through the court system. So probate code section 10810 
sets the maximum statutory fees that attorneys can charge for a probate. Because if for most people, probate isn't something that you're doing uh, on a daily basis, let alone a, a monthly, semi-annual or annual basis. It may be something you do once in your life or, or God forbid, twice or three times in your life. Okay, So most people are not walking around as specialists in probate. So you will need assistance from someone who does it more often than you do. And so this is why an attorney would be hired. All right. So the, but the state of California has set a maximum amount of how much an attorney can charge you for uh, performing the duties to help you through probate. Higher fees can be ordered by a court for more complicated cases. All right, so the fees are 4% of the first $100,000 of the estate, 3% of the next $100,000, 2% of the next $800,000, and 1% of the next $9 million, okay? And then one half a percent for the of the next fifteen million. So you would you're saying to yourself, you know, how do these numbers get up so quickly? Well, if you're living in uh, San Jose, for instance, and you have a fifteen hundred square foot house as your primary residence, and maybe a rental property, a condo up in Lake Tahoe, uh, the house that you're sitting uh, sitting in, or the house that the decedent owned, could be worth. A million and a half, depending on where in San Jose this house is located. If it's in uh, the hamlet of Willow Glen, Los Gatos, or uh, Saratoga, it could go up even higher than that. So these numbers jump up pretty pretty quickly um, as far as an estate is concerned if it's in probate. And then add on top of that a uh, a, a vacation home or other investment properties, and you can see how quickly the dollars will climb. Now, if the person passed away, happened to be a captain of industry and had some pretty significant stock, uh, like a lot of people do have in the Valley, either through either the tech stocks, um, online tech or hard drives or any of the other techs uh, that are out there, um, the uh, dollar amount could uh, jump significantly. So um, this is not um, insignificant, especially in the Bay Area. Okay, now for estates larger than $25 million, the court will determine the fee for the amount that is greater than $25 million. So the court will step in and do a reasonableness check and see what is a reasonable fee for an attorney to help with an estate that large should it fall into probate. Now, normally speaking, um, if you have relatives in this um a financial situation. Normally, they've been advised um, by uh, by uh, estate attorneys how to plan better so that you don't so that they don't fall into uh, a probate scenario. Um, but it still could happen. All right. So uh, the value of the estate is determined in general by the inventory of the estate. Okay. So this is how they come up with how much the estate is worth, which is one of the duties of the executor, which is to inventory the estate's assets. Also, there needs to be a value assigned. So 
managing a probate is a lot of work. Um, and there are services out there that will help you uh, get through this. Sometimes the court will appoint someone to value the estate. Um, or you could work with third-party services to help with that, uh, along with a realtor, of course, because if you need to value, or an appraiser, a realtor or an appraiser, um, if you need to value the real property within the estate, whether it's residential or commercial, um, you're going to need to get a value there as well. So if you have any um, questions regarding residential uh, valuations on a potential probate that you're working with and you need a realtor to assist you with that, give me a call right now. Stephen Thayard, your radio realtor at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Get some guidance, get some assistance, especially as it relates to the disposition of the real estate in a probate, you're going to want to get someone who's going to work with you, alongside you as a team member to do what's best for the estate and the heirs to make sure that everything is taken care of and the heirs are protected, especially during the sale of a probated real property asset because there are different rules as it relates to disclosures and how you transfer the property uh, when a house um, or an investment property, residential investment property um, is handled in a residential uh, probate. Okay, so let's continue um, down this road of how much does a probate cost in the state? Okay, so in order to find out how much the attorney uh, can charge you, they have to value the estate. And it's determined in general by inventory, an inventory of the estate in the assets. In that valuation, debts are not included in determining attorney's fees. And if a house is appraised at a million dollars, for example, and it has a mortgage of 800000 it is con still considered a million-dollar asset for the purpose of calculating attorney's fees. So this is something that you need to keep in mind um, is that debts are not subtracted. They're looking at the gross value and not the net value of the estate. The fee charged by the court to file a probate petition is, I believe right now, $435, but maybe slightly higher in some counties due to surcharges. Okay, so we're running up on a hard break. We're gonna go pay some bills in a commercial break, but stay tuned as we continue down the road of what is a probate, how does it work in the state of California, and how you can avoid it. So we'll be back in a minute. See you soon. Now back to The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Fayard. Welcome back to The Real Estate Connection. Thank you for joining me today, your radio realtor, Stephen Thayard. Hey, welcome back to today's show. As we are discussing and you are learning about probate and how it works in the state of California. You know, going through this uh, 30,000 foot overview with you, also helps me because like in any other profession where you may specialize in something, every time you go through a transaction, you may not touch 
on all the different nuances and um, issues that are encapsulated within probate as a whole. So going through this with you also helps me to get re-familiar with pieces that I may not necessarily deal with all the time. So I hope you are enjoying this as much as I am. All right, so if you've just joined the show and you've missed any part of uh, probate and you'd like to get caught up, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address. And I'd be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. You, you can also find The Real Estate Connection on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. Again, you can find The Real Estate Connection on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. You know, I was just having a conversation with family members this week about traffic in the Bay Area during the pandemic isn't as heavy as it used to be. And when things get back to normal, um, we will know it. I, I, I think right now you can drive around at commute times and it's it's getting heavier, but it's not where it was before. And when it comes back, you'll remember why you had all those podcasts on your phone because you'll be back to listening to them as you're stuck in traffic. And I hope you will add the Real Estate Connection as one of your more favorite podcasts to listen to as you're stuck in traffic, hopefully as this pandemic winds down in the near future. But I digress. Back to what we were talking about, which is the cost of probate in the state of California. Now, the fee charged by the court to file a probate petition is approximately $435 in a superior court in the county that you're dealing with, but it may be slightly higher in some counties due to surcharges. Um, there will be an additional $435 fee when the petition for final distribution is filed. There are other fees for publication of the probate notice, for the probate referee, and for certification of copies of court documents. So those are ancillary costs that get added into the overall expense of dealing with the probate in the superior court in the state of California. Again, if you have a probate that's looming over your head as it relates to residential real property, or um, you have questions, uh, call me right now at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Let's talk about your specific situation so that you can get some assistance as it relates to the disposition or the determination as to whether or not you want to dispose of the real property or keep the real property as an investment. Um, There are some questions that you can ask yourself uh, and do some cash flow analysis to see whether or not it makes sense to keep the property in the family as as an investment vehicle or to um, dispose of it and cash it out and and disperse the the financial gain from the real property to the heirs. You may have people in your family that are financially in trouble or are financially on the bubble that really could use the financial help and it may make more sense to dispose of the asset than to keep it. All right, so moving right along with the estate and valuation. So now that we've covered the uh, cost of an of probate uh, in the state of California, we're going to look at appraisal of the estate. Estates are appraised by a probate referee. And as we just got done discussing, 
uh, there is a fee that is paid to the referee in order to perform the services necessary to complete the probate within the superior court. So as I said earlier, you will need um, estates are need are needed uh, to have to be appraised by a probate referee who is appointed by the state controller to determine the fair market value of the asset. So probate referees receive a fee based on 0.1% of the assets that have been appraised. So there's another uh, fee portion, but also it explains how they come up with a value for the probate that you are dealing dealing with. Now, fees can go higher. In probates that are complicated by lawsuits or tax problems. So for instance, if the person in your, uh, so the person that uh, your executor over for the probate that has passed away has tax issues, maybe they haven't filed returns in maybe the fa- the past 10 years, that's something that you're, you're going to have to deal with. Or maybe there's outstanding um, bills related to the IRS that need to be paid as part of the probate uh, and completion and winding down of the legal and financial matters of the estate. You'll be dealing with that too. And so if there's tax problems or lawsuits, this can add to the fees that you you may have to pay an attorney to deal with as part of winding down this person's legal and financial matters. Okay, Uh, the executor can ask the judge to approve fees that are higher than those set by law if need be to take care of these issues. So with all that being said, what are the advantages of a probate? Uh, because, you know, depending on how you look at it, you could see an advantage or disadvantage of it. And so we're going to roll through those for you right now. Again, if you have any questions regarding your specific situation, if a probate is looming over your head or a probate has just fallen into your lap and you're in your and you're uh, looking at potentially being an executor or an administrator of an estate and it, and it has real property in it that you're looking to, uh, to divest and sell in order to get the proceeds out of it to distribute to the heirs of the estate because you already have people um, calling you up saying, hey, how long is this going to take? I could really use the money. Give me a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Also, what may um, influence you to sell the asset is there may be so many bills related to the decedent Um, that the cash from the sale of the real property is needed to pay the expenses. So if someone was really sick uh, and they've racked up a lot of medical expenses and they didn't have insurance coverage, you may be looking at uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical bills. And the only way that the estate can get that paid is by selling the real property. And that is actually something that happens quite a bit in the marketplace. And, um, it's you know just an unfortunate part of of life. So if that's something that you're that that's uh, that's uh, hanging over your head, give me a call 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. So back to the advantages of, of probate. 
the proceedings are controlled by a judge, okay? So who can decide disputes between heirs and between the heirs and the executor. So you have an independent third party. If the family members are fighting and, and people can't come to an agreement, then you have an independent person with a black robe on sitting with a gavel that can drop that gavel down and say, this is the decision and everybody has to abide by it, which could take the pressure off and not make you the bad guy if you have to make all the decisions on your own. All right. Also, creditors are required to submit their claims against the estate within a four month period, provided they have been notified of the probate. That gives a timeline of when the creditors have to submit their claims against the estate. If it's rolling through probate, there's a timeline. Also, the executor is required in most states to prepare an accounting and report of the executor's activities. This means if you have a family member that you may not necessarily trust to do all of the duties necessary to get the uh, uh, the estate through the probate process, they need to provide a detailed accounting of all of their activities. Now, executors can also be paid to do the probate through the estate as well. And if the executor is being paid, you're going to want to see what the activities of what activities they have performed from the payments um, that um, the payments that 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 they're receiving or requesting. So what are the disadvantages of a probate? The cost is usually much higher than would be required for the administration of an estate that is not in probate. Also, it usually takes longer to probate in a state than to administer uh, an estate that's not in probate. Okay, and most estates don't need the supervision of the court unless disputes occur. So those are the hardcore disadvantages of a probate. So we're coming up on a hard break, but when we get back, when we wrap up the show, I am going to reveal to you how to avoid probate in the state of California. So stay tuned and I will see you in a minute. Looking to buy, sell, or refinance a home? Maybe you just need to spruce up the one you've got. This is the show that shows you how. It's the Real Estate Connection. Once again, your host, Stephen Thayard. Welcome back to the Real Estate Connection with your radio realtor, Stephen Thayard. California DRE number 01700019. All right, so um, we have been going through probate and you have been learning from 30,000 feet what probate is, how it works, um, what it is by definition and how much it costs. You also have learned what are the advantages and the disadvantages of going through a probate. So based on everything that you've heard today, the final pièce de résistance, um, the final cherry on top of the sundae or the icing on the cake in today's show for you is to know how to avoid probate in the state of California. Now, if you've just joined the show and you've missed all of the content that we've gone through, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. Again, info 
at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address, and I'll add you to my podcast distribution list. You can also find the Real Estate Connection on Apple Podcasts. Do a search, pull up Apple Podcasts, type in the Real Estate Connection. You should be able to find me there under the business section, and then on Podbean as well. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Podbean, the real estate connection. Uh, And then you can sign up on those platforms and receive notifications when new shows have been uploaded um, so you don't have to miss any uh, further or past content. Okay, so the million-dollar question, how to avoid probate in the state of California? You may be able to avoid probate for states valued at less than $150,000. So if the estate is valued at less than $150K, you could avoid probate. Also, if there is a surviving spouse and there is no will, or the will gives the estate to the surviving spouse, a spousal property petition might be used instead of going through probate. All right, so that's for anyone um, out there who um, unfortunately and tragically has lost a, a husband or a wife uh, and uh, there is uh, there is no will, you could file a spousal property petition to avoid going into probate. And the last but not least way to avoid probate in the state of California is through a living trust. That's right. I said a living trust. So if you have an estate worth more than $150,000, meaning you own any type of residential real property in the Bay Area, you absolutely need a living trust. There are lots of great trust attorneys out there that can get the job done for you. And some of the corporations that you may work for offer a benefit of providing um, discounted legal fees. Take advantage of it. Get a living trust put in place. You never know what's going to happen today or tomorrow. Make it easier on your loved ones and make it faster for the distribution of assets um, so that you do not have to put one of your close relatives or a family member or a friend uh, through the process of having to probate an estate through the superior court. So with that being said, the market is hot. Real estate is moving still. We should see this velocity continue to pile through the end of the year with interest rates at historic lows hovering around 3%. And then I have a blessing to leave you with at the end of the show. Something that you can count on from Genesis. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. So that's a promise from God and an assurance to you of the future as long as as this earth is in place. So thank you for joining me on today's show. God bless you. God bless your family. And God bless the United States of America. If you need any help real estate related, call your radio realtor, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. 
This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.